Howdy, and welcome back to the Fifth Quarter ACC Just Means Less podcast. This is Hayden of Fifth Quarter CCU. The regional that I will be talking about now is the Baton Rouge, Louisiana regional for the LSU Tigers. Now, this is a team that, for the most part, up until they lost a series against Auburn and Mississippi State, so really the last few weekends, uh, I really thought that they had a very solid chance of being higher than number five. Um, I really think they could have been, I mean, yeah, number four, but three, uh, maybe even make a case to be number two. Um, But like I said, you know, they end up losing a series to, you know, at Auburn, losing the series to Mississippi State, where they gave up a lot of runs to what is supposed to be allegedly one of the better pitching staffs in America, but it just it it didn't show against Mississippi State. Um, they redeemed themselves. They they won the series at Georgia. Uh, they didn't have a good showing in the SEC tournament. Uh, they did annihilate South Carolina. Um, then they turned around and had close games with Arkansas and Texas A&M, where they lost both games by a score of four to five. Um, I do think Arkansas. I think I would favor them over LSU, honestly. Um, the season-long series, it was a split, essentially. Um, but in the two games that LSU won, they put up a combined 26 runs. You know, LSU can hit, LSU can score, and they can score in bunches, okay? You know, LSU had a really good season overall, split with South Carolina back in South Carolina before all their injuries. And I'm really mad that that third game got canceled because I really want to see how that one was going to play out. However, oh my god, I forgot to even mention, we're already two minutes in, and I forgot to mention that I'm going to pick Tulane to win this regional, so don't even waste your time and listen to the rest. I'm totally kidding, by the way, but Tulane is definitely America's team for this tournament. They're America's sweetheart. I think they're like 18 and 40. <laughs> you look at this team and you're looking at the bracket and if you don't really watch baseball a lot, you're thinking how in the hell does the 18 and 40 team make it in the regionals? But they won the American Conference tournament over ECU, which put them in the tournament. And you would think that they essentially would have been the last team in and that because of that they would get sent to Wake Forest. Um but you know this is a regional so they're going to put teams from that region you know in there even though you have Oregon State which obviously honestly you know that's the closest regional to them because there's only one team out west which is Stanford and they can't go to that regional because Stanford is in the Pac-12 with them now when you look at this regional and you see LSU and Oregon State these are two baseball powerhouses Rich programs, rich history of going to Omaha, winning national championships, competing for national championships. Just when you think college baseball, you think LSU, you think Oregon State, you think teams like Rice, Miami, USC, and so on. Now, that being said, you know, like I've said this in my other two podcasts that, you know, if I could pick three regionals to go to and I is you're probably like man this guy says this in every one but no there's really in a row you know you look at the Stanford regional the LSU and Kentucky like those three right there are just so intriguing 
And this one's super intriguing. Why? Sam Houston State is one of the better mid-major teams that realistically probably none of y'all have even heard of. Um, and they're one of the better mid-major schools. And then you have LSU and Oregon State, obviously baseball powerhouses. I can't wait to watch that matchup. And then you have America's Cinderella in Tulane. And everybody, I think if you're a fan of baseball, you, you, you just want to see Tulane win here. Um, I Realistically, they, they, they probably will go 0-2. But I, I, just don't, I just don't see it happening. Um, now, LSU overall in the year, you know, phenomenal record, great RPI, great non-conference RPI, great strength of schedule, you know, RPI at 5, non-conference RPI of 4, I I think that they will handle Tulane pretty easy um, in this regional. You know, I'm sorry, Tulane is 19-40. and 40. 19th win came from the conference championship. Uh, their RPI is 157. And I get it. I say the RPI is pretty, uh, you know, not, not the best source to go based on. Um, but I think this one, in this case, is pretty accurate uh, with Tulane and LSU. You know, I know I'm not I'm not going hugely into depth with this one, um, but I will kind of bring up you know LSU's just some of their stats. All right, dude, their offense. I mean, my God, you have Dylan Cruz batting 420. You have Tommy White, who, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is kind of at a very quiet 387. 22 doubles, 20 home runs, 91 RBIs, 164 total bases, and a slugging percentage of 774. And I say quietly because everyone's asking what happened to Tommy White. He's not getting any publicity at LSU like he did at NC State. When he was at NC State, if I went on Twitter, that that was the only thing I saw from like 11.7 NCAA baseball College Baseball Nation, literally any site that covered college baseball, it was all Tommy White when he was at NC State. He gets to LSU, and I just, no one has seen the media coverage of Tommy White anymore. And you look at these stats, and mind-blowing. You know, this kid's only a sophomore, okay? LSU has some other guys. They have three more guys behind him that are batting over 300. Another guy right at the door batting 299. And they got some guys coming off the bench, batting 426. And it ain't like he's only had eight plate appearances. Dude has had 68 at bats. And he's batting 426 coming off the bench. That is pretty good. Now, pitching, like I said, probably one of the better pitching staffs in America. You know, they have Paul Skeens, number 20, 10 and 2 record. ERA of 1.89. They have Ty Floyd, number 9. ERA of 440 with a 7-0 record. And, you know, outside of that, they got some other guys. And I think they really only have the uh, the two starters right there for the most part. Uh, I, I think that their number 3 uh, probably would be Hurd. Number 26, he has 10 starts. Um, he does have 19 appearances, though. Five and two record, six point forty one ERA, but they really have they have two guys that can pitch really well. Okay, now when we look at Oregon State, 
we look at their bats. Guess what? It is the same story that I just said with LSU. I'm not going to waste too much of my time. They have six guys. I'm sorry. Let's pull that. They have seven guys batting over 297. They, they can hit. Okay. And I say that they have seven guys. You know, granted, two of those guys are bench players with not a lot of, you know, playing time and at bats, but still really good averages. Guys that have played more are even batting 297, 286, 275, 253, so on uh, with, the, with the best one at, at Travis, number 37, with the average of 379. So Oregon State can also hit, okay? And I think these are the best two teams in this regional by far. I think Oregon State, I think they had a, I think they really had a, a chance of hosting. Um, you know, I thought they were going to host for most part of the year. Um, however, you know, their RPI dropped to 37. They're at 39 and 18 on the year. Uh, they are 23 and 6 at home. Pretty impressive. But here's what hurt them, though. You know, like I said, RPI at 37, non-conference RPI 59, strength of schedule at 72, non-conference strength of schedule 247. And yes, I see their strength of schedule is 72, but I like to say that you play who is on your schedule. Did you win the games that are on your schedule? And for the most part, they did. Um, the one thing I don't like, they're barely over 500 for their quad one wins. They're barely over 500 for their quad two wins. And they played 18 quad four games uh, where they lost three of those. You know, they started the year with a loss to New Mexico with an RPI of 242. So, you know, not a great start to the year. Um, and then they turned it around, you know, rocked off a few dubs in a row. Um, then they kind of struggled with Washington State. Obviously, they got swept by Stanford, who is obviously a regional host this year. You know, they won this series at Oregon. They swept USC, and then, you know, kind of getting to the stretch, uh, they, they lost a series at Arizona State, swept Arizona. They won a series against Utah, won a series at UCLA, and they really, they really didn't have a cold spell. You would look at a lot of these regional teams, and you're thinking, oh, you know, they're not hosted because of how they finished the last two, three weeks. It kind of took them out of contention of being a 16, 15, 14, and so on. With Oregon State, I, you know, I besides the points I mentioned about their RPI and non-conference strength of schedule, I really don't see a cold spell here. Now, what I do see is a very bad showing in the Pac-12 tournament where they gave up 27 runs in two games. Granted, they scored 22 runs, but guys, less math, 27 is greater than 22. And they lost these games to Arizona and Arizona State. You know, they lost to the Wildcats 12-13, to 13, lost to the Sun Devils 10-14. to 14. Not a great showing, but I don't think you should be punished that much for a conference tournament. I can make a better case for Oregon State to host than I could Kentucky, Alabama, Auburn, and I wouldn't say South Carolina. I think South Carolina actually should be hosting. But I think that there are a good amount of teams that are two seeds that I can make a case to host over said Kentucky, Alabama, and Auburn. Now, with that being said, 
and you, you, you guys already heard me talk about LSU's two main pitchers, heard about LSU's offense. We heard about Oregon State's offense. I kind of want to see what Oregon State has for pitching before I make these picks. Uh, let's just go on and do this while I'm looking it up. I am taking, and this is actually game one of the regional, I am taking LSU over Tulane, even though I believe a lot of people want to see Tulane win this game. Now, Oregon State starting pitchers. Okay, now here's where I think they might struggle. Their two main guys, 4.71 ERA, 5-4 record, 5.13 ERA, 6-5 record. So they're both just barely over 500. It looks like their midweek guy is uh, Ordner, number three starter. Is set, He's 1-1 one one with seven appearances, uh, 303 ERA. I, I just don't know if Oregon State really has the pitching. Do I think they have the bats? Yes. And let me tell you, let me tell you about LSU real quick. The, the cool thing about LSU is usually whenever a team will eliminate another team in the postseason tournament, that fan base that got eliminated would cheer against the school that eliminated them just out of spite. That's not the case with LSU. The case with LSU is that when they get eliminated – they whoever eliminates them, they are cheering for for the rest of the tournament, and you've seen that at Supers, you've seen that at Omaha. Uh, they will make signs. They are definitely supportive on Twitter. They will all put you know the the French spelling of go, and then whatever mascot of the team that eliminated them. Now we look at all that, and I think that this region. I think we could see a couple upsets here. And what I don't like is I don't like going against a lot of SEC schools. However, you know, we're all on the L- the uh, SEC hype train. A lot of people are talking about how bad West Coast baseball was this year and how, you know, they're not deserving and all this, Okay. And I will definitely disagree with that last statement because I've watched a good amount of West Coast baseball. I hate that the Pac-12 has their own network and you have to stream it. It's, it's just super hard to stream and it's not, not convenient unless, unless Mike is here and he can connect his phone to the TV and we can watch on his app. Now, so I have LSU going 1-0. A lot of people are really liking Sam Houston State over Oregon State. Uh, I'm not one of them. Give me the beeves. Give us that Oregon State-LSU matchup that is probably one of the better matchups that we're going to see this weekend um, over the one and twos. I think another one and two matchup that is really good would be Kentucky-West Virginia. Um, But if y'all listen to the Lexington Regional, I don't think that's going to be a matchup. Um, Auburn-Southern Miss, um, even though I think Southern Miss will win that, uh, the only one I can really compare this to is Clemson and Tennessee. Clemson and Tennessee honestly has the hype that I think LSU and Oregon State is going to have. Maybe even, you know, Miami, Texas will have that hype. But now with my 0-1 game, you know, a lot of people in this scenario do have Sam Houston State advancing and Tulane going 0-2. However, I just I just don't think that America's Cinderella can go 0-2 in this tournament. Like, they have to get a win. They have to. So with that, give me the mean green wave, you know, the roll wave. They're, they got the coolest mascot 
probably in baseball, honestly. They got the dopest logo. Uh, their jerseys are sick. Their hats are sick. They're going to win the uniform battle, you know, nine times out of eight, <laughs> honestly. Um, with that, you know, give me Tulane. I, I just can't have them going 0-2. I just really can't. Now, the 1-0 game, I thought about this. I've been thinking about it. Um, you know, in the podcast, I was kind of hinting at a silver war for the national title, which, you know, I look at the bracket and I like the chances. I look at the bracket and I'm like, damn, like both teams could get eliminated first round. They could go one and two. Wouldn't shock me uh, between Oregon and Oregon State. I just, but every time I look at it, I think different. And the way I'm looking at it right now, I, I, I'm leaning towards Oregon State. But, but I don't think Oregon State will beat LSU in the 1-0 game. I think LSU has the better of the two starting pitchers for the games one and game two. So with that, I'm going to have, and I think in my actual bracket that I submitted, I think I had Oregon State win this game. But in this podcast, I always, I, I just, I keep flipping back and forth. But I'm going to go LSU. Okay, so that puts LSU at 2-0. Then we have Oregon State and Tulane. I think Oregon State wins that game no problem. Now, Oregon State is going to have to play in five games in three days to win this regional. Or I'm sorry, five games in four days because game seven would essentially be on Monday. But nonetheless, they're playing five games. Okay, with that being, they would have to play five games. That being said, I don't know if LSU has the pitching outside of their top two guys. Do I think Oregon State has the pitching outside of their top two guys? Ah, I mean, not really. But the guys that have between 13 and 24 appearances, you know, guys that come out of their bullpen, all of their ERAs range from 3.07 to 4.39. And that is between seven different guys. So I think they, I think Oregon State has a pretty decent bullpen that could come in in this Baton Rouge regional. With that being said, you know I have I have LSU at two and zero, Oregon State at two and one. I think Oregon State will win the final two over LSU. You know, and like I said, I can pick this ten times, and if I go through this scenario. 10 different times. I'm going to have LSU winning five times. I'm going to have Oregon State winning five times. But for this one, for the purpose of this podcast and the show and my picks, I picked Oregon State on paper. I'm going to stick with my pick on the pod. This is one of the, if not the best regionals that you guys, or not regionals, but like one and two seasons you guys will see all weekend. So that being said... Give me Oregon State going to Supers against West Virginia. I think West Virginia wins the Lexington Regional. And between the two, you know, originally I was thinking Oregon State, but I'm kind of leaning towards West Virginia uh, going to Omaha uh, in three games over Oregon State. That being said, hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope you guys watch a lot of college baseball. Definitely hit me up if you're going to the Conway Regional. I will be there. Micah will be in Charlottesville. Um, I think Nick will probably be in Winston-Salem. Hit up one of us. Talk college baseball with us. We're always open. And thank you. 
It just means a little bit less here in the ACC. And because of that, you know, we have a potential of LSU and Kentucky pairings for the Supers. And I think that's part of the reason why I went Oregon State and West Virginia. Thank you for listening and good night.